Hi people, it's Sunny here. Hey hey, this is Zilla. And this is Kev. And you are listening to Doing Life Together with Sunny, Zilla and Kev. Karibuni sana and God bless you. What's up, DLT fam? Welcome to yet another episode. Um, I was going to say the number. Guys, is this episode four or five? Is it three or four? <laughs> this is episode <laughs> four. E. Excluding <laughs> the trailer. Yeah. Yo, anyway, what, the important thing is that we're here. And today, guys, we are discussing Yanni. The minute we released the trailer and said that this season we're talking about church, I am pretty sure at least each of us, when I say each of us, I mean the hosts, we all got a DM or someone saying, are you guys going to tackle church heart? Are you guys going to talk about church heart? And guys, here we are talking about church heart. It's about time. So yeah, guys, how are you feeling about this episode? How do I feel? Kev, how do you feel about or, this episode? <laughs> Flo, how do you really feel about this no, episode? No, you can't do that. Faith, how do, that. do you really feel about it? <laughs> how do you really, really, really feel? <laughs> Are you being genuine with your feelings? <laughs> Honestly. Honestly speaking. No, guys. Okay, you know what? Let me just take control here. <laughs> Yeah, don't let no, don't let us do that. <laughs> anyway, the reason why I asked about feelings is because um when we talk about church hearts, um most of the time it doesn't refer to physical pain. It it, it refers to some, <laughs> some sort of yeah, it, it refers to some sort of pain, um, emotional or something of the sort. And so we just want to give a disclaimer even as we start discussing this episode that, yeah, you may be listening to this and we may end up, um, what is it, triggering um, some feelings of whatever feelings that, you know, church heart has caused or yes. So even as we go ahead to listen to this um, episode, although we will not be going into details of stories and all those things, um just in case you you get triggered or you are prone to triggers when people talk about church heart, um, be careful as you listen to this episode or don't listen to it alone or you 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 may skip it altogether. We care about your well-being um, more than our listenership. So yes, I'll go I'll go straight into it and I'll ask Kevin Zilla. Sonny, have Sonny, you guys wait wait before the yeah. question? For those who are about okay. who might consider Sony's option of skipping it, do not. <laughs> we will talk about healing too, <laughs> right? Yeah, Sony? yeah. That's why I've said. Yeah, yeah, that's why I've said you can get you can listen to it with someone else. If you if yeah, you can listen to it with someone else so that you you're not alone even as you as you're listening to this conversation. Um, because yes, we are we're we not going to we don't want to bash bash people. So, but I'll still ask Kevin Zilla, have you guys been hurt? Have you guys experienced this church hurt? And what 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 end have you been on? Have you been on the receiving end or have you been the one to inflict this hurt? I'll start with Kev. 
I have not experienced church hurt from either end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Zilla? Um, okay, so from my side, from either end, you mean like me causing the heart? So for yes. that, there is none that I... Oh, actually, yeah. Uh, first of all, there might be more because I'm not sure because I'm, I'm not in control of like how I might hurt someone. So inflicting exactly. heart intentionally... I have not done so, and if I've ever hurt anyone, I'm sorry. But unintentional, I, I can't be sure because we are human beings. And one unintentional one, I, I know that came across, and I'm happy that this person actually came and asked me, was uh, as a leader, someone was looking for for solace, or <laughs> is it comfort? Someone wanted to reach out to me, and at that point, I was not the reaching out type of person. So I did not see like the need and it hurt that person. So yeah, I've been that. And I think now that's also like maybe on my side. Uh, not really church heart. Okay, I can't discount any church heart, but I've experienced, I may say I've experienced it at different levels, especially when you're in leadership and you're dealing with people, but at levels of where my expectations were not met and therefore I was hurt. I'd say on those levels, yes. Okay, so you said a couple of things. Um, uh, you've talked about expectations. You've talked about leadership. So we're going to bring. We're going to talk, delve into that a bit further. I think for me, um, just as you said, I, I, I have. I, I think I have been on the receiving end of church hat, but it wasn't enough to. I, I still stayed in church. I didn't walk out of church, but we'll we'll dis, we'll discover. We'll talk a bit about reactions, even as we are defining what church hurt is. But in terms of inflicting church hurt, I think I have inflicted church hurt. Um, when we talk about intentionally or unintentionally, um, I think th when we say intentionally and unintentionally, I think we are referring to. Uh, the willingness or you know you're you're doing something with the with the aim of hurting someone so i haven't done things with the aim of hurting people but i i do know that um there are times when i have been a leader in church and i did hurt some people and some of them were brave enough to confront me about it and we resolved it and there are some who i recognize maybe were not brave enough to confront me about it and of course I still ask I usually wonder if there's anyone I had that way and if you're listening to this I'm deeply sorry feel free to reach out so that we talk about it and resolve it um, but yes I have been on the receiving end of church heart there's some things that have been done and said that left me eh. uh, but also as a leader I know I have inflicted um, church heart on some people and yes shout out to those people who are brave enough to um, confront those who hurt them in church. And we shall talk about that um, a bit more in the episode as we talk about um, how to go about church hurt. But now that we have given those instances, what what would you define church hurt as? Like, what is church hurt? Um, I know at the beginning I joked and I said, it's, it's not physical. It could be yeah. physical, but... <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I've ever fallen down in a sports day for church. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, is that church? Yeah, that's a valid question. 
you know the way, you know the way sometimes when church when church the doors open and people are leaving the sanctuary and you know watu ni wengi kwa mlango alafu mnagongana there's a mama who has some six inches of six inches anakukanyaga you know is that church part or what exactly do we mean when we talk about church hat she doesn't say sorry it can cause church hat so yeah yeah i mean um seriously though church hat uh from a less than professional point of view is um hat that comes from the church uh you know how you're told to explain without using the words i i can't i can't you've done exactly, <laughs> I've done exactly that exactly yeah so um <laughs> it's uh being hard receiving and it's mostly uh, emotional psychological uh, it might be physical we don't know but it, well, the physical might lead to church hurt uh still so it's uh some kind of uh hurt through any form of fashion that you that someone experiences from mostly from uh the leadership in church or the community in church that causes you to distance yourself from that community and maybe ultimately even from god mm i like i like what you you know when you first started defining it and you were saying church heart is you know heart caused by church i was going to ask you uh, what church you're referring to <laughs> you, are you referring to the building itself are you referring to the community but i like that you said it's 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 a pain pain that is inflicted by the community of believers or the community of people you fellowship with that results in you distancing yourself from them or even distancing yourself from god um but is it possible to go through church hurt and not distance yourself from god or the people who've hurt you zila yeah yeah i think i think it's possible because uh, personally even me when i like i like how Kev's definition is quite progressive. He talked about the community and then it can lead on further to even distancing yourself from God. So it is possible because first of all salvation is between you and God. So like that's the first thing that's the the reason why you're even engaging in a community is because of that foundation of 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 you know like God that you have been saved through Christ Jesus. So I feel like in this case having that foundation i feel like um the what is it called mm, the the church and being a body of the christ are like the walls built on top of that foundation so if the walls go down the foundation doesn't go down because it's what's supporting not the other way around so god does not intend to hurt us so if it was god causing the church causing the heart like god is coming for you now that would sever the relationship so i'd break i i would say it's possible depending on how your relationship is with god i'm not ignorant of the fact that there are people who came to church because people introduced them to church and they so at that point maybe you're young in your faith you're weak so for for example such a person you wouldn't like be harsh on them sana or like blame them too hard if it causes a distance from god it causes them to distance from god because the person who maybe for example brought them to god or the church the light that the church brought them to god and that was what they were after 
causes them hurt. It's like a direct relation with God hurting them. So I think it would boil down to like your relationship with God and your understanding that really the audience is God, not not really people. Then it can help you. And then from God, obviously, comes like those fruits and the peace of God and having that firm relationship that can help you endure such a situation. Cool stuff. I like I like uh, I like several things you said. You talked about uh, that foundation and is it pillars or walls analogy. So I hope you will shed a bit more light on that because I think there's a there's a lot of depth there that you've left uh, hanging. Um, but I also like what you talked about and what you Kevin what you and Kev talked about um, the church and the, being the community and how um, the community of believers or in this this case the church. Uh, is a light and when people see us that's that's their first contact point with god most of the time you know people don't just meet god they come they meet you who professes to be a christian and that's their first you're the first contact point so i will i will ask this question and i'll still go ahead and give a disclaimer we are not we're not here to take sides, Sidri uh, bashing who, Sidri, but yes. So you've said that God doesn't cause the heart. So why why then does this heart happen? If God truly is in us as Christians, if we are a salt, then how does this heart come about? Because you and you mentioned about expectation. So where is this heart coming from? Why why? Why why is it a thing? Um, Kev? I let me liken the church heart to family heart. So within the context of a family, you can get hurt by any anyone in your family, and especially the nuclear family. So if you are treated the wrong way, if someone doesn't uh, meet your expectations, if someone um, behaves in a manner that you were not expecting really, huh? then you that, that that heart tends to hurt more than if some stranger does the same thing to you. And that, uh, um, if I could apply that to the church, so in the church is where you find safe refuge, it's in the church is where you find a community of like believers, uh, like-minded believers, people who are after the same things you are. And so if you uh, go to be, if you are in that community and you lay yourself bare and you fully trust another person, then that trust is broken through some type of uh, pain that you receive, then that heart becomes exaggerated. It becomes, it, it just hurts more when it's coming from church. So Church can heart heart can mm. happen from anywhere, yeah. And being inside a community of believers that doesn't exempt exempt us from the normal day to day relations that happen, uh, the normal um, misunderstandings that happen, the normal um, mistakes that we do, um, lines that we overstepped, boundaries that are crossed. But since it's in church it tends to hurt a bit more. So um, church heart happens because of these normal relationships, but it can also happen because some people are abusing their power. So, for example, if 
if you're in a Bible study group and uh, you share something and that something that you've shared is leaked out into the public, that is an abuse of power. That is an abuse of um, that safe space. So you, someone whose heart like that tends to uh, distance themselves from that church community. And that might even lead from them distancing themselves from God. So church art can happen because of all these things that um, church is meant to be, you know? So if, if you receive, if, if you're on the receiving end of that pain, you, you really feel it. And mm-hmm. I, liked, I liked what you said, Sonny, when you're saying I, that, yeah, you're saying God doesn't cause the heart. And we are saying God is in our hearts as Christians. And it just got me thinking, honestly, for the longest time, I've actually been having a Bible study uh, every Sunday. And I just realized one time, oh, we, and in, I was sharing that I've realized that I'm very skeptical, even even in the church. And okay, that's my nature normally. But then now I ask myself, why am I also skeptical in the church? Like the way Kev is talking about that safe space. And I realized as much as the way we are saying there are levels to the church, like levels to like not not I, I, I thank God for his grace. He didn't draw me away from him. But there are small incidences that made me more and more skeptical even within the church and i think maybe maybe one of you can answer there is it is it healthy to keep skepticism even in church and yet we're talking about this safe space that's maybe a question for another day and the 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 reason why i say i like what you've asked is because i always i, I in my opinion when jesus was told good teacher and he said why are you calling me good I've always tried and thought about why why was he saying that and he's practically God. And personally, I don't know if this is the most correct interpretation or how it was um, relating to me is because I think he was, since he was God in human flesh, there's no way he could accept that goodness because I think with this flesh, even as Paul says, we are bound to sin. So no matter how much God is within us, as long as we are, I think, in this form, and we are in this, as long as we are humans, that, uh, what is it called? That intrinsic value of us, we are prone to cause hurt when we are like, for example, uh, as we said, intentionally or unintentionally, sometimes it might be, I like that Kev covered the abuse of power. I feel like sometimes also like, for example, when it gets into your head, you know, for example, if you're in ministry and or, and now you you've forgotten the the reason why you're there in the first place. So I think it's easier to cause that hurt when we we've lost track of what or we've lost like sight of exactly why we're there. Yeah, I don't know if I've covered it well, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, you you have you have um, on a very personal level. Um, I think. Some, when I think about church hurt and I think about the instance where I caused, where I hurt some people in the course of leadership on a personal level, I think it it was because I, I cared more about the execution of ministry more than the hearts of people. And what I'm coming to learn right now is that God, God really is after our hearts 
more than the ministry that we are doing more even more than this podcast itself god is after our hearts where where is your heart zila where is your heart kev where is your heart sony and then from that point is where now we can move forward so sometimes i think the reason why we have a lot of church heart other than the expectations and the abuse of power is that we, we the church has become a body that does not really truly fully care about the hearts of its people so you care about you know um the working of the ministry you care about getting your own benefit and you don't care about the hearts of other people and we can go on and on and on just trying to discover what are the reasons for church heart why do people do what they do and i don't think we can fully exhaust that list and i don't think we can fully have um an effective and a defined conversation but i i think there are two things i would like us to to discuss um even as we've gone past halfway of this um podcast i think the first thing i would like us to discuss is so where do we where do we go from here we've established that you know they they charge heart and from what you guys are saying it's almost inevitable that as long as you're interacting with human beings um within the body of Christ uh, we may have the illusion of a perfect church or we may be working towards perfection but we're not there yet and so there will be mistakes here and there and some of the results of those mistakes you know could be church heart so where do we go from here how do we deal with church heart um what would you tell that person who is now looking for a church maybe they're a believer or you know they want to get back into church and so what would you tell them about this church heart and i don't know if you could take the perspective from a leadership standpoint or from a congregant standpoint but yes yeah, so 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 where do we go from here that's that's my question um, okay okay cool and zila you can start yeah so sony so that, that's a where do you go from here that's the most important part right and so like first of all let me even if from a personal perspective i've had dealings sometimes maybe it's sony maybe it's kev <laughs> i'm just saying it it could be anyone <laughs> but in church like the same way you and yeah. to be honest like and the, i just I'm, i'm saying this not to cause harm but just to show how relatable it is like one day i asked mm. i had to ask a fellow I'm a much, much more spiritual person. Like, is it is it possible to claim God and treat me like this? <laughs> you know, like those moments. So, like, <laughs> Yanni, <laughs> even like, I've even so like, I think the enemy has infiltrated the church. Much. Like, what is this? You know, <laughs> you know, and 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 I learned from that question. I was asking to like, um, I was asking to someone who's mentoring and all that. And she said, and this is something I maybe just to point out, and maybe we'll realize, and maybe we'll talk about this later. Sometimes, it's, okay, this is with regards to leadership, and all of us sometimes sometimes learn to separate like the personality and and the ministry. I know it's it's it takes a lot of grace because, as we said, the main point of contact sometimes is the person. So you're like, hey, how do I separate <laughs> the two? May God give us grace in that in the first place. And that that way you can learn to be grace and trust me, you learn patience, endurance, and maybe that was 
that person or that issue is a thorn in your flesh, like Paul, just to remind you, eh, your place <laughs> in the kingdom. And I'm not saying it as in to, inst- to encourage any heart or anything. I hope my point is clear. And from from like, I, re- yeah. I just remembered now, uh, Genesis 50, 20, how, how, the, how Joseph was sold off to Egypt. And in Genesis 50, I like this verse. He says, you intended to harm me, but God intended for good to accomplish what is being done, the saving of many lives. And I pray that as long as you as we remain faithful as congregants uh, or as anyone, as as we've said, church heart is a matter of when rather than if. <laughs> so if yeah, if you've been spared so far, Kev, <laughs> we shall come yes. and talk, refer to this podcast when it happens. <laughs> so I do pray that, as we mentioned earlier in the conversation, the foundation stays strong. The, it started with your salvation. The salvation, I pray that, you know, mm. when Paul is talking about grace being sufficient, I think it's relevant to such situations. Because sometimes, for real, Sony and Kev, you can't fathom. You're looking like... What, what is happening? The way we've talked about that safe space, especially for people, for example, who, for example, we have issues trusting people, etc. etc. So my prayer and moving forward is let's let us concentrate on Christ and he will guide us. And I know it sounds far-fetched, but that's actually the only way because people are prone to disappoint us, but God will not. And Christ will not disappoint us. And so that whatever, whatever like that story or overcoming that story and Today I was reading something Sony read somewhere on another side and she was testifying how something, how God used, for example, a concern to be a ministry. Maybe one day Sony will share that on her devotionals on the QT, <laughs> QT time. But that's the beauty of God. He knows how to work, even church heart, for his own good. So let's embrace God even when we are hurting. And uh, as you're saying, you can go and tell God, by the way, I'm done with church. I don't even feel like going to church. Talk to God, not other people, not the internet. Go and address the head of the church about the issue that's uh, in the church. <laughs> you're saying, yeah, yeah go, go to God because he's the head of the church. Remember, let's remember that Christ is our bridegroom. He's the head of the church. So if you have any issues, take it up with with him, he will guide you better than going and putting yourself in more harm's way and putting yourself out vulnerable out there. Easier said than done, but grace is sufficient. That's that's what I'd have to say. Yeah. Amen. 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 Kev, uh, this is also your chance to give your parting shots, mm-hmm. uh, just so you know. But yes, take it away. Um, I'm just going to add on what uh, Zila has said. Um. The grace is sufficient. Look upon God. Uh, that's the first thing. For uh, the, the giver of the pain, is, it, is that yeah. the right term? For the one the who uh, pains someone and the one who is pained, <laughs> the oppressor and the oppressed. Yes. Um, look, look towards God because um, sometimes, uh, like uh, I think, was it Faith who said? Um, Sometimes it's not intentional that you pain someone. So just remember to um, seek God's forgiveness, seek God's counsel always, uh, like we always do. And just keep it in your mind that whenever you are 
uh, relating with people that people are not uh, perfect. Some people might um, hurt you and sometimes it takes um, more than a moment to completely forgive them, to completely um, put that issue at the back of your mind, but always uh, keep keep it um, in your mind that you do need to forgive because that is a com- commandment from God. That is um, something that mm-hmm. he expects out of each and every one of us. And he will help you through it. And he will help me through it. As uh, <laughs> someone has said, it's a question of when is, and not if. So um, when it happens, I, I, that's who I will look to. And um, in, in our day-to-day relations also, um, even when in the church, uh, let's uh, have the Holy Spirit in us. Let's constantly... Um, uh, seek to validate to anyone, even Christians, that we are Christians, that we are following God, that we are indeed being led by the Holy Spirit. So not a call to perfection, but a call to strive for perfection um, in in all our relations that mm. we uh, embark on. So in uh, handling what your responsibility is as a leader, treat that very well if you feel that um, some intentions that you may have are not so good and that you might um, be a culprit of abusing power, then talk to someone. Talk to someone who can uh, hold you accountable for what you're doing. Um, If you are in a safe space, then be responsible for uh, the, the other person. So if something is said there, don't go spreading it out to others. If um, if you expected to treat someone in a particular way, then treat, treat them like that. If uh, responsibility is becoming too much and you feel it's, um, it's, it's bothering you, it's, it's too much to handle, then so sometimes we complicate um, all of these things, especially as leaders or people who have been given some responsibility in church, uh, we tend to overexert ourselves and that can also lead to us uh, mishandling some people or mishandling some duties. So just uh, be careful with all these things, especially when it pertains to leadership in church. So um, in in all these things, I think if if we are led by Jesus, if we have that accountability, good accountability around us, then we can um, do away with most of these things that are happening. Amen. Amen. Um, Guys, we're short of time, so I I would have wanted to give a whole entire speech, but these two have summed it up for me, really. I think I I just want to reiterate that God cares about our hearts. God really, really cares about our hearts. The parable of, you know, the shepherd, shepherd, whatever you went to school, who leaves the 99 to go look for that one sheep. That just goes to show how much God cares about, about our hearts, about that one sheep. So maybe you're the one who's left church because of being hurt. Uh, and you're like, let me just leave, leave these guys to do their own things. God still cares about your heart and he still 
waiting and he's still drawing you closer to him. So respond when he does um, draw you close, despite the heart. Remember that only, only God can heal the heart that has been inflicted by the church. You, you cannot heal it by yourself. And you leaving the church um, may not, is not a guarantee of healing. So God is still after your heart, even if you've left the church. And those of us who are in the church, let us be careful, even as we interact with one another, especially those who are in levels of authority. Let us remember that God cares about the hearts of his people more than the, I don't know, uh, the amount of tithe or offering that people give in church and all those goals that we set. God cares about the hearts of his people. And even amongst, you know, within the body of Christ, amongst us in your Bible study groups, God cares about the heart of other people, the hearts of other people. So let's not hurt other people um, because God really does care about them. So that's that's my parting shot. There's more that can be said. Maybe we'll do a part two of this. Maybe not. We'll see. Let us know um, on Instagram what you think about this um, church heart conversation. And until then, uh, be sure to follow us on IG, catch our weekly QT sessions, and see you on the next episode. Share this with your friend and have Bye. an amazing week ahead. Bye. Bye.